This is episode 160 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always. It's my pal, Quincy. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming back. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. I hope it was fun for everybody. Fun and yeah. safe. Yeah. What did you do this year for the 4th? Um, hung, out with, uh, hung out with some friends, the Johns, and uh, one of the Johns' brother, and uh, Robert. So, good little group, just hanging out, checking out some some bars and and uh being safe at the same time avoiding all the fireworks and whatnot <laughs> no fireworks and gunshots oh speaking of work did you have a lot of uh fireworks near your house honestly i don't know because i was out all night oh, right. so um and i'll go on a, go out on a limb and say no because uh since i moved um the fireworks in my old neighborhood would start like a week before the actual fourth a week before an actual holiday the fireworks <laughs> would start firecrackers and whatnot and gunshots in the neighborhood um and they didn't even start the day before so i don't know i don't think there was a lot going on in the neighborhood but it could be wrong i'll have to i'll have to wait till next four next year. and stay home <laughs> man this I think because we recently moved over to this side of the town, this neighborhood, and I think I heard fireworks for maybe five minutes, and that was it. Oh wow! Yeah, there wasn't wasn't any huge celebration. Like I was really expecting to have to give my pets like some CBD oil to calm them down. Because <laughs> usually, like uh, one of the cats and the dog, they both freak out when they hear these loud noises. Mm-hmm. And so we were ready to drug them up, but um, no, it really didn't happen this year. So I'm surprised. Put a stop to it in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, the it was fun just hanging out, catching up with some friends, and you know, with the guys. You know, you know all the all the guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was about it, man. It was off today on Monday. We're recording, which yeah, is always nice. Here. Yep. I just uh my mom and grandma just left about 20 minutes ago. They came over today because uh my girlfriend was working on uh Fourth of July on Sunday. So we decided to mm-hmm. do the family get together today. So they came over uh first time that they've seen the new apartment and um they mm-hmm. love it. So um we were able to fire up the old barbecue charcoal sorry hank hill uh fire that um you know the usual hamburgers hot dogs uh sausage steaks uh chicken you know and you know just had a great time just hanging out with family it's something that we didn't get to do all that much last year yeah that's good man mm-hmm. it's good you know to start starting to get back to normal and whatnot yeah because yeah, everyone that came over vaccinated the only person that hasn't got the shot yet is my son and that's because he's too young <laughs> so he's good he's yeah good. yeah also happy uh this week 25th anniversary of the formation of the 
New World Order, the NWO, the greatest faction in the history of professional wrestling. Everything is turning 25 and 30 years old. It's making me feel so (laughs) old, man. Is that is that what you want to is that what you want to read the first thing in the morning when you wake up and 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 open up Instagram? Oh, I see it on Instagram. I can literally feel my bones turning into dust, <laughs> man. Bro, so we're getting old. Trying to shake off the the cobwebs of yeah. you know, and it's like, wait, what? Twenty five already? I remember watching it on TV. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. No, what really makes you feel old is when um. I'm listening to the radio like 97.9 and then they play a commercial like old school versus new school. We're going to see which one comes on top. And it's like, we're going to play some old school jams right now. And it's like, Usher, my confessions. I'm like, I know this song word for word. It came out when I was in high school. I am old and decrepit. That's what gets me. (sighs) feel terrible anyway um so let's get down to the business side first and foremost thank you for downloading the list to our podcast you can catch us on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, amazon podcast spotify and anywhere that podcast is going away for a free 99 if you listen to the sound of my nasally voice please give us five stars if you don't give us five stars i think you're just a plain old hater and you don't want us to think lowly of you do you no you don't i don't want to (laughs) all right so let's just get down to what we're here for we are here to discuss episode four of loki the nexus event so like yeah so like every time i ask you what do you think man i liked it man you know lots uh a lot is coming you know is unfolding you know i think um you know, um, we talked about last episode when um, the variant said that, you know, everything, every the, everybody in the TVA are variants. And that information is getting out to more and more people that are working, to more and more people working there. And um, it's starting to cause a rift, whether you believe it or not, you know, it's basically what it boils down to. And you have some people looking into it and some people are, maybe trying to, to quell it. And uh, it really came to a head in this episode. Yeah, very much so. It was a lot of fun. So after I watched the episode, I texted you and asked you to watch it. You said, of course. And then you said um, that you had some questions that you wanted to ask. So go ahead. Come on, man. Just give me your questions. I'll answer them to the best of my ability. So it looks like the um, the baton or the, the asp that they have, <laughs> um, that the TVA guards have, um, looks like they don't actually kill you or is it, are they set to levels? Like is it set to stun or set to disappear or set to vaporize completely. It does. We it saw, seems like we saw it happen to, to what happened to Loki and, you know, like we shouldn't have been surprised. Cause like, he's the, you know, this is his show. He can't just <laughs> die in, in four episodes in with two to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, revealed that evidently these, these weapons don't, necessarily kill you um, yeah it looks like they just send you to another world slash timeline mm-hmm. and so my question is is it sending you to another world that's just full of yous like every you that got pruned from the 
the sacred timeline, are you all sent to one world, or right. is or how's it work? And I'm we'll probably it's a collection of your variants. Yeah, because we see at the end of episode four in the mid credit scene, Loki wakes up, and you know where he was when he woke up, right? No. Oh, it was New York. If you go back and look at the scene with the three Lokis and the Loki, mm-hmm. it was classic Loki, kid Loki, and boastful Loki. Mm-hmm. If you look up to the right, you can see Avengers Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was my other question was, uh, those were the different Lokis, different timelines. Because that definitely looked like the original Loki from Avengers number one, which I mean, I'll, I'll be a much, much older version <laughs> yeah. from Avengers number one, but still pretty amazing. Like mm-hmm. that they, they um, went as close to that original costume as, as you could. And you notice that we're getting that more often now in phase four, because mm-hmm. we saw that in um, WandaVision, Wanda's yep. um, uh, costume at the end was basically ripped straight from the, um, from uh, the comic books and the same thing with uh, uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America suit. Right. I mean, it looks it looks exactly the same as his uh, his suit off the Captain America one. Incredible. Yeah. So I do like the the realist the what's I'm looking for um, when the suits were more grounded, like um, I almost said Captain America, but I gotta say the which one now, don't I? Um, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America suits. Um, someone posted a picture of all of them from the um, from all the movies he was in, and I I loved all those suits, especially I think the silver, no, the uh, Winter Soldier one. That's my favorite. But I like the more comic accurate um, suits that we're getting now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've always you know you've always or I've always like. Um, I've always hoped they could do that. And then once you once you see like the first X-Men movie and you see that it's just not possible, like it's really hard to get used to that look, but um, but you do, you eventually get used to the leather, black leather all, all, and all that kind of stuff. But um, there's always this hope that they'll still do it somehow, they'll find mm-hmm. a way. And, you know, as costume design is getting better, um, CGI is getting better or whatnot. It's it's easier to to do it, and and it's it looks incredible so far. Everything everything they've done has looked incredible. To yes. pay homage to you know those original um, pieces and whatnot. Yes, another thing those X Men movies ruined: comic accurate suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So we see Loki there. He's um, and that Dorn. original, the original look, old Loki looks like David Lynch, <laughs> in my opinion. That's a guy named Richard E. Grant. That's classic Loki, right now. So yeah, so we got the three Lokis. Um, I'm wondering the um, the I guess the black Loki is that uh, Munir that he's holding? That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I really don't know, but it it looked very similar, if you ask me. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I'm, 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 maybe I'm just thinking too much. But I'm like, 
how are you waiting these long to like prune these other Lokis? Or like maybe they're they've been there like for for a really long time. Because you say there's only one timeline. Like when are you pruning these other guys? You understand? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very I got man, these these time time travel movie or shows are as interesting as they are, they're very um definitely keeps you on your toes and keeps you guessing. Yeah, it's very like okay, why did that happen then and not before and how's going on? It's like I feel like once like if Loki like if there's a sacred timeline, Loki's supposed to be white as soon as you know, his mother gets impregnated. It comes out of black Loki. Like the TVA steps in and stops that. I, I, I'm thinking too much. I know I am. I'm sorry. These are things that pop in my head when I'm watching or when I'm talking to you about it, I get to, you know, refresh what I saw. I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he's there. The other three Lokis are there in that post-apocalyptic uh, New York. And um, yeah, what a teaser for episode five yeah and another big question everybody has is did uh mobius is he is he dead or did he just or is he uh uh suffered the same fate as um loki is he, did they did they set their phasers to stun or to kill <laughs> how do you stop with these star trek um uh memes our audience is young. I don't even know if they know what those are. Um, was I don't know. I'm pretty sure that he's alive because for story reasons, I mean, it's Owen Wilson. You don't want to get rid of him that early. And maybe he got sent to another world where there's a bunch of him running around. Right. But it's 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 it was a really interesting episode. I mean, interesting episode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, the who's the first guard that we saw at the beginning of, of the series? Oh, uh, B-15, Hunter B-15. B-15. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's cool to see, like, the turn she's making. Like, she just seemed very, you know, job-oriented. And, like, look, I don't believe anything that any of you – you know, basically criminals have to say. And um, she is thinking a little more clearly, I think. You know, she's starting to, you know, doubt her own, um, uh, or, or doubt not her own purpose, but like, you know, um, origins. What, she's, what she's doing. Yeah. Her origins and what she's doing, you know. I would ask so, the same. I mean, you go in my head and, and, you know, bring up memories that I didn't know I had. I question things as well. Right. And like at first when she goes in there and she kidnaps Sylvie and takes her back to 2050, she accuses her of, you know, putting images in her head. But Sylvie quickly refused that saying that she could, she can't make new memories. She can only force you to relive ones you've made. Right. And like we don't get to see what memories Hunter B fifteen have, but she she knows now something's up. She knows that she's a variant, and it's crazy when you when um they have the signs 
in the um, TVA that say, so you're a variant. And it's like, yeah, we all are now. Mm-hmm. Or at least we, we know that everyone here is. Right. But she's taking up sides, you know, she's mm-hmm. she's trying to, you know, figure out what's really going on. And if it means having to go against her bosses and, and um, the life that she assumed she knew, then so be it. Which is good. Like, you know, we talked about the control that the, uh, the TVA has over everything. And it's unraveling, it seems. You know, if you can get people from within to go against what is supposed to be set in motion and, you know, clap back, essentially. Yeah. I also <laughs> wonder how, if they're actually going to be able to convince the, like, the other people that work in the TPA that they're actually merits. I mean, those yeah, are I think people you- that spent their entire lives believing one thing, they were created by the timekeepers and they're there to serve um, time for forever and whatever it takes. So I want, like, you only have, well, right now you only have one as far as the TVA is concerned, you only have one trustworthy person. That's Hunter B-15. No one's mm-hmm. going to trust Sylvie. Um, what's his name? Mobius is gone. Loki is gone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if really all it takes is one. I think if, if, if there's enough people that trust this one B-15, like, it's like anything. It's like trusting, you know, your best friend or whatever. It's like, you know, I trust his or her decision on, or, you know, their, their view on this, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're willing to take that leap of faith, then that's fine. Um, and if not, that's fine too. And that's what, you know, that's what makes this conflict so interesting. Who's going to, who's going to take sides. Yes. Yes. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about uh, Renslayer and Sylvie's past relationship. So, we know that Renslayer was the one who went back and basically pruned Sylvie from the sacred timeline mm-hmm. and brought her to the TVA for processing. Uh, Lucky Sylvie. was a child. Yeah, as a child, which really messed up. Yeah. I know. Well, I said in the last podcast, you know, the TVA aren't really they're not good guys to just make sure things happen as they're supposed to happen but that's really fucked up to take a child away like that it's like you could have took that child when she was a baby and no and pruned her with the timeline and it wouldn't have you know you wouldn't have caused any kind of psychological damage to her or her family right but um going back so sylvia's able to escape because she steals the time pad from rinsler and we still don't know why Renslayer was sent to prune Sylvia in the first place. She even, I think, yeah. I think like in the elevator when they were going to meet the timekeeper, Sylvia answered, why did you grab me? Why did you take me? And, you know, Renslayer, she, she looks up, she thinks for a second and she's like, I, you know what? I, I don't remember. I'm like, you lying Say you lying <laughs> bitch. All right. Yeah. It's like you, you obviously know why you did that. You're just doing that to torment that that woman. 
Like, yeah. At the very least, if you're going to take someone out of the timeline and kill them or prune them or whatever, you the least you can do is like tell them what happened. But yeah, um, so we see we definitely get a peek into a relationship. They're probably going to get more in episode five. Um, how? What do you think about the whole time keepers or actually androids? <laughs> Not surprised. I mean, you can't just they can't just be that accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they they have to there there has to be um, a level of of um, uh, they can't be. I'm uh, what I mean is they can't be as accessible as as you think. Like if they really control every aspect of time, then mm-hmm. like they can't have like a known address. You know? <laughs> like oh, you go to floor fifteen, <laughs> and there they are. Yeah, yeah, it can't be that easy to reach them. Uh, so my question is, what do you think? No, how do I put this? Do you actually think they're timekeepers? like behind the androids and everything, or do you think it's another lie? Man, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, at this point, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, just for the sake of the argument, I'll just say that there are time timekeepers. So uh, you think the time fleet, maybe they just disappeared and left them to their own devices or they're actually speaking to the people through mysterious ways. Yeah. I think they have their own, you know, uh, their own secret location that, you know, only they know, or yeah, that's about it. <laughs> just only that they know and they'll appear when they need to. And, uh, They'll communicate with anybody um, in the, the most appropriate way. And if that's, you know, holograms or androids or, you know, then so be it. That's, that's, that's how you get it done. Um, but when you control that much, you have that much power um, and you're not some, like, you're not necessarily a destroyer. I mean, it's not something like Galactus who he can just go anywhere and no one's going to harm him and mm-hmm. touch him just because he's an entity that, that just, you know, engulfs whatever he wants. Um, you know, these, these timekeepers don't seem like they're meant for battle. Mm-hmm. So uh, to expose themselves like that would be, would be dangerous. Oh, so you think the timekeepers exist? Uh, I'm going that way. I think they don't exist. I think it's someone else pulling the strings. I don't know what. I don't know who. Um, I just. I think uh, episode five, we're going to get a big, um, a big flip, and we're going to see that there never were any timekeepers. It was just a story. And there was someone else who made up that lie to keep the TVA, to create the TVA so they can keep time going as they see fit. Right. Like, they're like, they're supposed to be 
uh, multiple timelines. There's supposed to be a multiverse, but whoever made up the lie with the, with the timekeepers and creating the TVA wants to make it to where there's only one sacred timeline because it's easy for easier for them to do whatever the hell they're planning. Or it's just so they can have control. So in the, uh, you know, in the mythology, like, who could that be? I have no idea. <laughs> like, the biggest twist would be, <laughs> like, if it's, like, another Loki controlling all these strings. But honestly, honestly, in, in the comics, the timekeepers are a real thing, just like the TVA. But I, I just think... Um, because we don't have to do everything that the comics do in the MCU, like having some kind of mastermind just setting everything up and then watching as Sylvie and Loki destroy their plans, which creates the multiverse. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be, I think that's the um, lane we're going in. Mm. But uh, you know, that's just a theory. And, you know, like, what do we say about theories? We make theories. We do not get upset. They don't happen. They're all, this is all in fun. So. Yeah, but how many times have you been right all these all these reviews we've done? You've been pretty uh, spot on. More times than not. More times than not. I mean, I got the the uh, the one about um never trust any organization in, in the MCU, no matter how right. altruistic they seem. We saw that with what uh, what was it, Shield, um, Sword, who else was it? The TVA, and there's someone else I'm forgetting. Uh, basically, if there's any Smithsonian, <laughs> the U.S. government. Basically, yeah. if there's any group of people coming up and saying that they're good and they're here to do what's right in the MCU, don't believe them. If they have an acronym for a name, don't believe them. <laughs> they are lying to your face. But yeah, that's what I think. I think that we're going to find out that someone else is pulling the TVA strings to either make the timeline go as they dictate or mm -hmm. to consolidate power. And at the end of the series, they're going to lose everything and that's going to create the multiverse. See. Because we know the multiverse is, is coming. You got all those rumors coming out from um, the Spider-Man movie talking about how um, Tobey Maguire and uh, what's the other one? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield come back and Alfred Molina is going to be it. And um, oh, what's old boy who was the Green Goblin? James Franco? No, 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 no. Who plays his daddy? William Defoe? Yeah, William Defoe. Apparently he's coming back too. Wow. There's a rumor rolling around that he's coming back. And then, of course, the biggest thing, you know, you got the Do Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness movie. So the, the Multiverse mm -hmm. is going to come and I think this it's the primer. Yeah, this was started. Because Disney and Marvel has spent so much time saying how how these these Disney Plus shows will affect the not only the movies but also the overall MCU. I think this is how you kickstart the multiverse. This show right mm -hmm. here. And then you can do things like um you know, you're going to have Kane coming in, probably trying to figure out what's wrong with the timeline. Um, lay down the Fantastic Four. You can do like 
another uh, multiverse where the mutants exist. Because mm-hmm. I think that's like, okay, far off planning, way, way down, talk about phase five, six, whatever. I think what's going to happen is um, they're going to do what they did a couple years ago in the comic books when John the Hickman was writing the Avengers, where they did the Secret Wars and it was Battle War. And they, and basically, um, all the universes were like crashing into each other and dr doom was able to uh create what was called battle world which is basically different portions of different universes melded together and then um what was his name mr fantastic came and they fought for the control and what happened was um after after the end and they create a new universe which melded the regular 616 with the um ultimate universe i think that's going to happen down the line where they have like a battle world where the end result is them bringing the mutants in with the regular mcu and also <laughs> recasting the people like recasting like a new Tony Stark, a new uh Steve Rogers and, and running it back with um the stories they haven't told yet. Jeez. But that's that's a theory for another day way <laughs> down the line. I just blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, well that's phase six, seven, and eight. And if I'm right, you'll never hear from me again because Kevin Feige <laughs> will find me. Right. Yeah. Um, what else about this episode? I mean, I think we both will say that we enjoyed this one more than episode three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, episode three was it. It really set up this episode. So it, um, it's like the the comic that has all the exposition and stuff before all the heavy fighting. So it mm-hmm. was necessary, even if it was a slog to get through. <laughs> But yeah, I we enjoyed this one a lot more. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's great. Um, oh, we talk, like we didn't even talk about the crazy ass Nexus event that happened at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, the how, how did they get out? Who so you so basically the planet was crashing into the moon, they had no way out, mm-hmm. and like Loki and uh, Sylvie basically they like formed a, a romantic connection and that <laughs> yeah. caused uh <laughs> it caused um a new timeline to branch out and it was a it's called a nexus event <laughs> and the tva came in and arrested them the funny That's thing right. is if the tva had just left that alone they would have died and all their problems would have been solved <laughs> So by doing their job, they're they're causing their own downfall. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm not sure. I think we talked about in this episode. I'm not sure if I said or you said, but we were talking about how Loki's a narcissist and he thinks that he is, uh, he's the best man for the job. You know, ruling Asgard and everything. And there's nothing more narcissistic than falling in love with yourself. Which, is- <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which is, it's like you think about that, it's like, oh, that's disgusting. But who else would do that but Loki? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's how they got. That's crazy. TBA had just closed her eyes and let that happen. <laughs> and think about how crazy of an event that has that has to be because as they explained in episode was episode two, anything that happens during an ap- apocalyptic event, it doesn't show up on the timeline. That's how crazy Loki falling for Sylvia is that it broke the rules. <laughs> it showed up. And like the branch, like usually when, the, when it branches off from the timeline, it goes up at like a 45 degree angle. This motherfucker went straight up like a goddamn rocket took off. <laughs> so yeah, that was crazy. But who else but Loki could fall in love with himself? Yeah. Oh, and uh, we got an appearance by Sif. One Who? Sif. Who was that? Remember when Loki got thrown into that looping time prison? Sif. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's good. Yeah, that, that's, that was cool. Like, uh, <laughs> boy, it's an awful, awful scenario to relive if you're, if you're anybody. <laughs> but it was still cool enough like it was cool that she came back yes yeah, so she kept she kept whooping his ass <laughs> which yeah he deserved it so speaking of her she apparently she's going to be in love and uh thor love and thunder cool yeah and the only reason that she wasn't in um the last thor movie is because uh the actress who plays her jamie alexander she was busy with her own tv show Oh, what was it called? Find what it was. Blind spot, NBC. Blind spot. What is yeah. That? Huh. What is that about? Let's see. Mm, okay, let's go see. Uh, when a beautiful woman, Jamie Alexander, with no memory of who she is or how she got there, is discovered naked, naked, in New York's <laughs> Times Square, the, the conspicuous etching of FBI agent Kurt Weller's. Sullivan Stapleton name across her back quickly makes it obvious to whom the case should be assigned. An international plot blows up as Agent Weller and his team discover that the, that each intricate tattoo on Jane Doe's body is a crime to solve, creating a map that leads ever closer to the truth about her identity and mysteries yet to be revealed. Jesus, they did a hundred episodes of this. <laughs> First off, naked. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you're surprised. Like I remember the TV show, but I, your explanation was a hundred times better than anything I can say. <laughs> and to NBC just has shows on there that stay on there for five, six years. You have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. They had those Chicago PD, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire shows on there, and they will be in syndication before you know it. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you don't watch basic TV. Shit just gets on and stays on for 10, 11, 12 seasons. You have no idea it exists. 2015 to 2020. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, 100 episodes, I believe. Man, she was in Kyle XY, that old show way back in 2006. Yeah, and for those of you wondering... 100 episodes is important because you can be put in syndication, which means you get that sweet, sweet check coming in because they keep your show on the air. 
Mm-hmm. Even if it's not uh, it's not gonna be NBC, but it's gonna be somebody's gonna pick. We'll put put that on. Yeah, she'll get or, anywhere between twenty five cents to hundred dollars an episode. It airs probably something like that. I know it's on something. On some, it's on some streaming show, uh, streaming thing right now. Mm-hmm. Hulu looks like it's on Hulu. Okay, yeah. Oh, premium Hulu. Oh, to get that premium dollar. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, back to uh, Sif. So, um, the story, the story, her backstory, going into Love and Thunder is, um, so when you remember Loki was pretending to be Odin at mm-hmm. the end of again everything comes back to this movie i haven't seen thor <laughs> thor 2 loki is disguised himself at odin so apparently he since he banished sif because she was like the only person that would have figured out that he was pretending to be old odin mm-hmm. and That's so right. she was gone uh, she got snapped away by thanos came back and now she'll be in the upcoming thor movie so that's the backstory we're missing well that's cool mm-hmm. good to see her back on the big screen mm-hmm. Yeah, get that Marvel money. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <sighs> all right. Anything else about the show, man? That's all I've got, man. Looking forward mm-hmm. to episode five. Which will be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So five. Um, so next, well, not next week. So this Friday, Black Widow comes out. Are you, you want to do a review on it? Uh, if I get a chance to see it, okay. I don't know if if and when I'll be able to see it. Is it coming to Disney Plus? Yeah, but it, I think it's going to be thirty dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on. It wasn't on my to do list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have to think about it. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I'm thinking I might just. Pay the thirty bucks and watch it at home. You know what? I might, I might get someone to buy it and get like a little screening going. Yeah, because I'm thinking if you're like just if you're single, like yourself, you're just single, single man, single handsome VR man out there in America. I didn't want to put you down because when I just said you're single, kind of like I was talking shit. But no, you're a single handsome man like you. It makes more sense for you to just go out to the movie theaters if you're just going by yourself. But like for me, I got the whole family here. It just mm-hmm. it's it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it just makes more sense for me to pay the thirty dollars here because the tickets themselves are, are it's gonna be like just for me and the girlfriend, it's gonna be like twenty bucks right there. And then like I have to find a new theater. I told you that, right? No. The AMC I used to go to, the one on uh Dunville next to the Walmart, it closed down. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. So I don't even know. Look, I don't even know where to go to go watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it just makes more sense for me to just pay the $30 and watch it here at home. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, God. I think that'll be the first movie review that we've done since Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. And it can't be worse than that. <laughs> right? Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Do you knock on wood? Of course. Uh, <laughs> Real wood, too. Real wood. All right. Yeah, so let me check on 
Sorry, I was just checking these dork things to see if there's anything, uh, anything we really missed. Uh, let's see. So, you know, so did you catch when uh, Mobius was talking about um, how difficult it was with the Lokis? And he was like, we've had Kree, Titans, and vampires here. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's confirmation of vampires in MCU. Oh, yeah. Played. So, yes, I cannot wait. Man, it'd be awesome if they could get Wesley Snipes to be Blade again, <laughs> or at least a variant, or have him come back as you know the multiverse. Oh, that's one of the things. Like, you can do anything now with the multiverse. Like all those, like you know, when just you just can't get, bring Michael B. Jordan back. You can bring anyone you want back. <laughs> But I'm not talking about but, like you already in the MCU. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I'm talking about like you know how whenever they when they make the decision on who plays a character, you always hear, oh, they also they were also talking this this actor and this actor and and such and such. Like you can use those actors to be cameos for for other things. Like uh, I remember they're talking about who for Tony Stark. What's his name? Um, uh, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. like you could have a cameo of him being Tom, uh, Tony Stark in another world, or like if you ever get the money up for, um, or if he ever wants to, um, ah man, who played uh, Steve Rogers? Why is his name escaping me? Right Chris now? Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. You could have him do a cameo as um, Johnny Storm and Michael B. Jordan. Yes, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And then you can also use like, oh, like the Michael B. Jordan you're talking about where, you know, Killmonger, you also use like, well, this is the Killmonger from another universe, but he was, you know, a hero over here. And you can bring him in to fill in. Like, they've started filming for uh, uh, Black Panther 2, and I have no idea where that story is going. (laughs) Not at all. That's a great mystery. I mean, you know that um, that might be the most interesting like mystery out there right now. Like, what are they gonna do? How do you fill those shoes? How do you, you know, keep that legacy intact? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I love. I'm just interested to see, man. Uh, Civil War came on on Friday. And I was, of course, I watched the entire thing. And, you know, I love it. When he first appears on screen as T'Challa, you know, I teared up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Still amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I want to bring this podcast to end on the downer, man. And, uh, no, there's a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, there's, um, in the midst of, of tragedy, there's still a lot of, um, uh, there's still a lot of, you know, a lot to look forward to. Um, there's still some good that's going to come out of this. Mm-hmm. You hope. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, man, you're right. And so we should be thankful for what we have and enjoy it. And, uh, We'll be back next week for episode five. Man, so we got two more episodes of Loki and then 
I guess we'll start talking about baseball. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for us tonight. Um, like I said, we'll be back next week with another episode. Anthony, as always, a pleasure talking to you, my man. Yes, sir. Always. And we'll be back next week. For Anthony, I'm De Quincy. Later, babies. Thank you.